I understand the frustration of feeling like you need to justify your choices. Explaining your lifestyle over and over and over again because everyone from random strangers to even your own family just doesn't get it. Hey, I'm Allison Conway. That's why I'm here to help you build a profitable business that gives you the freedom to travel and work from anywhere. I've been there. And in this podcast, I'm going to share with you the real actionable how-tos so you can finally confidently say, it is a real job, dad. This is a Soulfire production. Kelly Brock, the one and only, thank you so much for being here. I've been so excited to talk to you. I've been following you for a while now. Love everything that you talk about, about being a whole human in your business and approaching your business from a place of peace mm -hmm. and trying to get out of this whole thing that we get ourselves stuck into, this hustle culture, this constant need to be the late nights and the, you know, I'm... I'm the smartest and the best because I worked the latest. Yeah, it's real. It's, <laughs> it's real. real. So tell me about your whole human approach. What, is, what does that mean? Yeah, so it, it started from my own personal journey. So for me, I had been um, a top leader in network marketing for 10 years, had been very successful on billboards in New York Times Square. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, one free cars and- uh, Oh my God, Oscar. wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had done things really successfully, mm -hmm. had, air quotations and all mm -hmm. of the above. And I only knew it one way, which mm -hmm. was willpower, hard work, right. more time, more energy. And I'd been- really chasing that next level, always thinking next level equals I'll finally get to rest. I can finally mm. be in my priorities. I can finally travel. I can finally have what I want. And um, what ended up happening instead of this destination I hope to arrive to was that I actually manifested anxi anxiety and depression in my life. Oh, yeah. And these physical um, symptoms that I couldn't ignore any longer. Um, mm -hmm they were all over me. They started running my day and running my life. And I finally had to wake up to the fact of, I can't keep living like this. Um, mm. I know that I'm someone who's not wired for the nine to five. I am not meant to do the same <laughs> thing every single day in the same yep. space. I mean, literally take me now. Mm -hmm. I, it's just, I'm not wired that way. I'm a creative. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. And I had to figure out how can I live this purposeful life, this high, and by the way, I expect excellence and high performance from what I do. It mm -hmm. makes me feel like me. It makes me feel like me, but how can I do that by, and still have this peace and alignment in my life? And so I walked away from my entire career, 10 years, uh, walked away from it, no customers and said, I'm going to figure this out for all of us. And so January of 2020, right before all of the world ah. you know, changed, I quit my job. <laughs> And I wow. said, I'm figure this out. And what was amazing was I just started saying, I'll go first. I'll figure it out. I'll just be mm. one step ahead. And I was kind of like pulling people behind me being like, here's what I found out next. And mm -hmm. leading them in what I've discovered is what I call the peaceful performer way or uh, the way we have peaceful performances by embracing our whole human self. And so we talk about building a whole human business, which means I am not meant to take a part of myself and deny it in mm. order to succeed. I am supposed to embrace all parts Ooh, of the whole and, only, and only then mm -hmm. will I actually be 
deeply fulfilled, deeply satisfied, abundantly, financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of that comes together, but it only comes from this filter of the whole human business. And I have been walking this out personally, uh, and, and it's looked like some skips and falls and <laughs> pick back up, but I've then taught now hundreds of women this last year, this entire method and to watch them in my DMS and in my texts and in their businesses going, I'm really doing it. And I'm going, mm. we're on to something. We're on to something here. And so that's what I get most excited about. That's that whole human business approach. Oh gosh, goosebumps. Yeah. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit more about um, not wanting to lose a part of yourself or let go mm. a part of yourself as as part of your business, because I know for sure that's something. Um, do you know anything about the Enneagram? Oh, Yes, I'm a three. Hi. I'm <laughs> okay. Kelly. I am a standard three. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> so that that three is that high achiever. So mm-hmm. that's yep. Um so I'm a seven, but I also identify a lot with the eight. Okay. So the seven is the enthusiast. That's the traveler in me. Yeah. That is, don't you dare put me in a box. I'm gonna break all the rules and you know, excuse my language, but go fuck yourself if you feel any other way about it. And then the eight is that, well, yeah. So I have a lot of resistance to Instagram. I've been struggling a lot Mm. with social media and showing up in that way. And that's part of my seven, right? That's part of, well, somebody wrote these rules. There are specific methods, specific traps, you know, strategies for Instagram. And my eight comes in and says, those are the rules. If you want to be a millionaire, get the hell over it. And make it happen. And they're very mean to each other. Yes. So I have thoughts on that. Yeah. So I would love your thoughts on that, on not giving up either part of that eight. That's the, that's the competitor that is the challenger that, yeah. you know, it just wants to make it happen. And that seven is like, well, wait a second. I just want to like go to Bali and, yeah. you know, just <laughs> screw everything else. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay. So my first thing I'll say is I come off as a seven sometimes mm. because of my lack of follow through, my need for, mm-hmm. for new things, novelty all the time. So it's funny because when I first looked at it, I was like, okay, maybe I'm seven, but I'm super high achiever. But mm-hmm. I come, I need change. Mm. And and if you were to deny that about yourself, you would literally suffocate in your own life. Mm-hmm. And the same with that eight. If you were to say, this is how it is, and there's only one way of truth, you also would suffocate. And so it's how do you start to have a curious, um, interaction with yourself to see which thing needs to lead where, mm-hmm. but embracing both. Mm. And also, um, we create the meaning that we attach to our lives. So for example, I resisted, oh my gosh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a creative. I'm a dreamer. Don't hold me down. Don't tell me when I have to work. That was me <laughs> to a T. Well, guess what? I was not getting consistent results. I was <laughs> always all in or all out. I was either no for social media because it's exhausting me or I yep. was all in for 40 days. Well, that's not healthy either. Yep. So if I'm able to say, I'm the one who creates the story around this. So I'm going to take, take myself out of the equation and say, what narrative do I want to have around this? Are you kidding me? Social media is a freaking free tool right now. Mm-hmm. At least, at least Instagram as, as I'm yep. talking, right? I can reach my ideal clients through strategies. I can say the words that I know I want to contribute to this world. So I had to redefine what does showing up well there look like. So that means I have a healthy relationship with it. If I'm exhausted by it, I give myself space. 
I'd give myself a break. It's okay. But I've got maybe some planned content that I've already written in my inspiration mode mm-hmm. that's ready to go. Or guess what? I, I actually, listen, I don't <laughs> like to be on social media every day. I'm all about peace. It robs me of my peace sometimes. Yeah. Like, hello, comparison wheel. Yeah. Hello, like crap, just a bunch of fake stuff on here. But I know I do have a thing to do in this world. Mm. And my ideal clients on the other end of the screen. And if I have an opportunity to say, I have a chance to reach her right here. So it matters to me that I stay on there. So one of the things I did to have a new relationship with even social media was Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm giving myself permission to hire someone to help me Mm, because Kelly Brock does not want to be on there seven days a week. By the way, she doesn't want to be on there five days a week. (laughs) By the way, she does not want to be the one to find out hashtag strategies that messes me out. Well, I can just get the right partners who feel really in line with consistency and accuracy and follow through. Yeah. I've, I've hired the partners that make real business work because I was resisting what it actually takes to have a real business. And by the way, companies like that we admire, they don't just shut down because they, they don't feel like it today because mm-hmm. social media has got a bag of crap on here. They're like, no, I'm showing up anyway. That that's what I realized was if I was actually going to be a CEO of my life and not just an entrepreneur of my life, we stay steady in what is good. We hire the right team. We create new meaning around it. And that has given me so much peace to be like, yeah, no, you won't see me on the weekends very often Mm -hmm. on social media. And I feel really great about it. There's no more nasty, uh, relationship with it where I'm saying like, Oh, I'm not enough. I didn't do what it takes. Mm. I've I've just taken me out of the equation. I've let myself be a human. I'm protecting myself from my own exhaustion. I know. (laughs) It's like freaking fantastic. You're a human? I don't even understand. (laughs) But even that, like, think about Mm -hmm. it. Your ideal client, guess on the other, I always tell my clients, like, hold up your phone. Mm. On the other end of that phone is a human. Mm. A human. So for you to be embodying your human self, you are, you are creating more trust with them than any other sales technique, post content could, because you're going, this is where I'm at. I think my specialty honestly is authenticity. So I, I didn't know it was a superpower of mine, Mm -hmm. but I, my embracing my human self and sharing that with other people, they're like, in my DMs, like, thank God, (laughs) thank God for telling me. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it immediately creates trust and they go, me too. It's why I know I can trust you to lead me. Mm. Huge. We want to see each other's humanness. That Feels is, vulnerable. That is so true. That is so true. And I think part of it for me too is that combination of we're taught certain things, mm-hmm. certain strategies that are yeah. supposed to work on Instagram, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to post three times a day. You're supposed to have reels and you're supposed to have eight to 10 stories a day. And there are all these things. So that eight for me is like, okay, well, that's the thing that's going to yeah. make it happen. So that's the data driven. That's just the strategy to make it work. Go get yeah. it. And then the seven is me and like, you know, no, screw that. I'm not. I oh, don't. <laughs> listen. Okay. So this is something I just learned recently that I know your listeners could, could really receive the value in this Ooh, too. Yeah. So in our body, we all have vibrations. We are all energetic mm. vibrational beings. 
the same energy that comes off of you when you give a gift to someone. So it's Christmas time and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait for you to open this gift. It's so amazing. Mm. And I thought about you for three months and here it is and you give it. The same energy you give it is the same energy that it is received in. Okay. Oh, okay. Now let's think about you showing up on social media going, I have to, Mm. I should, I'm supposed to. You are giving a gift and they are receiving it with the same energetic level. But think about the times that you showed up totally inspired and people were like in your DMs on top mm-hmm. of you, like, oh my gosh, the podcast that you've recorded that were super inspired. And you're like, that was it. Like if I could do those moments right. every single day, they're met with the same energetic uh, vibration. Now, we can't always stay in these inspired moments, but mm. we can start to recognize what helps me be in my inspiration so I can show up more energetically in that. So for example, one of my best friends is a reels coach. She's trying to coach me in reels. I will do them. I know because I'm actually very funny and I'm, you know, I could do it, but I have this past story of a performer. I performed a lot as an Enneagram three. It was, who do I need to be to fit here? So I have resisted reels because it's the thing you should do online. And it's Mm going to, it's all these people performing. This is an epiphany for me. Most recently, I've been saying, this is an incredible tool that I can use, but until I'm energetically ready to do that, I should not because it will be met and received with the same energy I put into it. But if I show up, guess what they say? Okay. This is Instagram strategy. They're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, Instagram lives and video uh, IGTVs are not as powerful. I love them. Mm. I still do them because I have things to say and I want to show up raw and I, I drop them when they come into my spirit. And when people receive them, almost every time I do a live in that way, when I'm in my own energetic flow, I get someone in my client and in my DM saying, I'd like to talk about being a client because I'm Mm -hmm. in my superpower. So it's the resisting of what makes you, you that that's when we take off, you know, our authentic selves. So if you're Mm -hmm. creative, if you love graphic, you know, art, if you're someone who just like, I don't know why I'm making these things, but they make me happy. You should do that because it's going to bring to you more light and energy because you're in your superpowers. Oh, I know. That's so good. It's interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. It's so good. That's a good segue too to start talking about, um, this idea around hustle and, mm you know, you always have to be working hard. You always have to be, you know, if you're an entrepreneur and you're not working 15 hours a day, then what are you doing? Right. If, if you're, if you're not doing all of these different things, these late hours and this, you know, you have to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. You have to write an ebook. You have to have courses and masterminds and group coaching, and you have to do all of these things. How do we fit in the reality of needing to work really hard and make things happen in your business mm-hmm. with peace. Mm-hmm. How do those things come together? How can we, and I know from my own personal story, you know, I grew my business from networking, my, mm-hmm. my design agency. I showed up to every networking event, even when I didn't want to. And it was always the times that I didn't want to. And I went anyway, then yeah. that resulted in, in a client and more exposure for my business. So it was always those things where you just have to push through it and get mm-hmm. it done. So how can we sort of reconcile those two realities? Right. 
So I would actually, I want to talk about the hustle thing for a second, but I don't want to forget my thought. You said it was those moments that I went anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's all the meaning you're connecting to it. So you may have connected the meaning. It was the moments that I pushed through. So I just always need to push through. I bet it was not pushing through. I bet it was the fact that you had this inner knowing you should be there. Mm. That was intuition. It was Mm. not more, but you Mm -hmm. you're telling a story that goes, it was all those mores, the more, one more time, one more time, one more time that got me in the room that that gave me this person. Mm -hmm. I bet it was somewhere deep in there that you were just like, I, I should just go. Mm-hmm. And you just went and then you met the person who led you to the thing that opened up your life. One of the things that, listen, I do not think big business, entrepreneurship, the life of your uh, dreams comes without hard work, time and mm-hmm. energy. I always told myself a story that it's, you have to hustle for the future. Mm-hmm. You know, what do they say? Work one day, some, one day now, so you can live like others want to live one day. I can't even think of the saying, but it's that yeah. whole mentality of like, work hard now so you can play later. Mm-hmm. There's a saying that the sum is always equal to the means. Meaning the sum, the thing you end up with is mm-hmm. always a result of the means, the effort, the time, the energy it took to get there. And I'll never forget getting over a, a big goal in my business before and being like, we finally did it, made it to this thing. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm exhausted. I've got, you know, anxiety and depression. My husband hates my business. (laughs) You know, I am in debt to the fact that Mm. I needed to do this big thing. It was like, what the heck? And I thought, oh my gosh, is there a way to love this process? So I actually like the end result too. And that is true. Mm. So As far as do I have to, is there a seat? We talked about this. Is there Mm -hmm. a season that we have to actually hustle in order to get somewhere? And I think we know we can. Yeah, Yeah. you you can do that for sure. And going to be totally honest, I'm giving myself permission to say something right now that I may change my mind. I may call you up one day and be like, we need to (laughs) re-record again. I don't believe this. Yeah. Do I regret working so hard during COVID last year? Hell no. Yeah but you want to know why that was worth it. I worked probably as hard as you mm-hmm. big, long days, beautiful experience, but I was working out of pure inspiration because mm. I knew that I had heard that there was something I was supposed to do. So I was not counting the costs. Then all of a sudden there was these little moments probably happened two or three times last year where all of a sudden I got mental fog, exhaustion, mm-hmm. resistance. I stopped following through. I was like, so hard stop. I needed to pay attention to that again. I needed to get back to my vision and align. My inspiration came. I went again. So again, I'm not for not working hard, but I think there's a difference between I need to, I have to, I should. Mm-hmm. All of that is our ego. When we are in our real inspiration, our real intuitive download, we don't count the cost because I think we're supernaturally supportive. I feel we like wake up going, oh, I dreamed it. I have a solution. I'm supposed to have this podcast. I'm supposed right. to have this company. I'm supposed to do these things. And all of a sudden you just keep walking into that. And the days are totally energized. And the hard work is now not this thing you're hustling for. It's this thing you are being obedient to and following through. 
on. And again, the whole human approach to me is knowing the difference between when one becomes the other. Mm. When you start being in your intuition and then you start trading it for a have to, ooh, that's my symbol. That's oh, my trigger. Yeah. That's my sign to get conscious again and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do I want most? I, I always ask myself a couple of questions. You know, what is it that I want most? Mm-hmm. Right? What lights me up? Um, when I started this, I don't, I don't know if you're super in touch with yourself, but I was like, self-awareness was like a new skill for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I spent, <laughs> oh, I had spent so much time just walking in rooms going, okay, who do I need to be here? Oh, How do I need to benefit? Yeah. How, right. what's, what's the structure to win? I would always just say, just tell me the blueprint. Mm. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Cause I'm, I'm like a freaking star at hard work. Yeah. So I had stopped asking myself what I wanted. So I started journaling when I started having my own awakening. I started writing down every single night. Where did I lean in? Where did I light up? Mm. Because I literally didn't even know what I liked. It was like runaway bride. She didn't oh, know what wow. kind of eggs she liked. Right, I right. Like, I don't know. I've been eating scrambled eggs and omelets for so long. I didn't even, yeah. I found out I'm allergic to eggs. I don't really like eggs. <laughs> yeah. I, it was amazing what started to come through. So I would say, hey, what happened today? Where did I find myself enjoying it, leaning in? So for your, you know, your listeners, man, what kind of projects give you life? What, mm. kind, what kind of moments were you a part of today where you found yourself leaning out or leaning in? Mm-hmm. And starting to pay attention to that because even as entrepreneurs, there's there's a personal threshold of what we should have from one-on-one work mm-hmm. to group work mm-hmm. to product creation. But you've got to know that for yourself. I think so many people, we crave this answer that someone else has for us, even in yep. this episode. You know, yep. we listen to each other and we're going, okay, just tell me the secret. Yep. And the secret is inside of you. And that's stupid and annoying. And I remember when people said that, and I was just like, Oh, thank you for saying that. I know I'm the answer. Yeah. I was like, But could you just like shortcut this for me? Mm -hmm. And instead, I had to start learning to figure out for myself, my, my tool set, my, my inner aligning, my, the things I loved most. I mean, I found out this last year, I'm a freaking hermit, had no idea. I am also a social butterfly, (laughs) but I I was like, do we have to all get back together? I know. (laughs) I've had the same same thoughts, but I'm, I really am. There's a dynamic for, for me to figure mm-hmm. out where is the energetic flow of hustle, but not hustle. I mean, work hard. I mean, inspired work. And then there are seasons of rest. And again, I think you have to figure that out for yourself, but mm. that requires paying attention to yourself daily. In in my program, we ref- do a lot of reflection and journaling. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm helping a lot of recovering high achievers like me. So they're all like saying the same thing, like, this is stupid. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. I'm like, I know, I know, but I have watched their slowdown effect absolutely hit a point of overwhelming acceleration Mm -hmm. because they have stopped agreeing to versions of themselves that they are not. And they take off. So tell me about your program. What goes on in there? Uh, It's, 
amazing. It, it, it's <laughs> Obviously, it's I'm like already. Oh, it's so fun. You have to come. You have to come check it out. Yeah. Um, so it's called Peaceful Performer Mastery, and it's honestly the container that I wished existed. So mm. I've created it. Yeah. It's the room that I want to be a part of, and um, my former life, even before my last career, was um, behavior change. I am so fascinated in what makes people tick. Mm. What helps us change our lives? What helps us um, in our brain and in our bodies and our habits? So I created a container um, that has two parts. One, it has this whole virtual library that's helping women align to their peace, their purpose, and their profit. Mm. So we help them align to themselves, their inner uh, presence. It's a lot of... uh, internal reflection Mm -hmm. and slowing down in order to speed up. But then it's also their purpose, knowing who they are in the marketplace. Who are you? What do you want to contribute to? I mean, stand out in your way. And that again, is not this one and done moment. It's an evolving Mm -hmm. um, and and a finding out process. And then the third part is the profit. It's only after we know ourselves and what we want to contribute to in the marketplace, in our business world, that we apply the right strategies. Mm -hmm. Only then, only then do we do the things that work for us. And again, I've seen them take off. So we have this online portal, but then we have weekly calls where I teach and they have to take action every single week. They get coaching, but I'm, I'm such a hands-on coach that uh, we keep each other accountable for taking action. Um, and I only do it six months or a year. Because a lot of people give up too short of seeing the change happen. Yep. Oh, and yeah. for me, you know, 30 days, 60 days, not enough. Like we've mm-hmm. got, I've got to help you get over the line of watching what happens when that compound effect of doing the right things in the right way at yep. the right time yep. or your right design. That's mm-hmm. what we do. It's been freaking powerful women. It, it's been cool because one week, someone will need emotional management coaching. And the next yep. week we're talking about a launch strategy, you know, it doesn't matter because <laughs> all of that matters to that human in their evolving process. And, yeah. and that when you talk about whole human, right. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, sometimes I just need, okay, what's the launch plan? What's the actual Literally. strategy to get in front of people, but also I'm coming up against a lot of things because of the launch plan. Yeah. So now how do I manage my emotions? That's absolutely. Cause it is, you know, people say it's not some, it's not the how it's the what or vice mm-hmm. versa. I'm like, sometimes it is all of it. Right. Sometimes I actually do need to know a new thought, a new way. Right. So that I can have a new vision. I always say people, people sometimes lack vision for their life or their business because they first lack sight. Mm. they've never seen it. They, they literally can't envision it because wow. they don't have sight for it. And so what I love to expose them to is new sight, new people. I challenge the way they think a lot. I don't give them answers all the time. Yeah. I, I, and it is this challenging space, but because of that, they are walking away from this process, finding out their own tool set, Mm-hmm. applying it on their own lives and becoming empowered to be these authors of their own, you know, work life experience. And it's been incredible to see. I mean, not only when, when your listeners, I hope that they would hear, hear this. 
when they embrace their whole human self, compassion for their journey, Mm. right? The voice that's happening inside of their head, the strategies that work for them, creating the offers that Mm -hmm. fit with them personally. What I crave the most is what I hope your listeners will hear from me. What I want is for women to rest their head on their pillow at night and say, I'm really doing it. I'm really doing it. That the version of me that I hope to be is who I acted in agreement to today. Enough of those times. And we end up manifesting almost magically this life that we hoped for. And yeah, I watched that happen in Mm -hmm. my, my marriage and my finances, my business, everything. It's been amazing. Oh my gosh, this has been, this is so amazing. So where can people find this program? Because this is like, I'm just getting chills Yay! thinking about it. Yes, you got to come be a guest expert and talk about all the good stuff. So yeah. You can just go to kellybrockco.com um, and Kelly all of Brock the information. Co. Yeah. And what I would love to offer to your listeners, honestly, is um, two little free gifts. One is um, I have a whole human business quiz that they Ooh, should take. And they oh my gosh. See, yeah. Oh my gosh. They can see, are you lacking in peace, your purpose or your profit? Okay. Super telling. So that if <laughs> yeah. you need more help, you'll know which thing you need to really be leveling up in order to embody your whole self. Mm-hmm. And then, um, also from that quiz and also on my website, um, we have an opportunity for women to experience one of our client calls. Oh, we let them in the room every Monday. We have these calls. Oh God, we, I love that. We only have five uh, spots every single Monday, but we just let women come in because one of the things I teach women to do is trust themselves. So sit in the mm. room, trust yourself. Does it fit? Is it a yeah. next best step for you? Um, and just honestly come and get the blessing of being in the room and uh, see if it fits for your, for your next oh, step God. of growth. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. I've been a big musical theater fan my whole life, both as a spectator and as a performer. I love musicals so much because in all of them, there are hidden lessons about grit, resiliency, embracing yourself, and even business. Each episode, I take a lesson I've learned from my favorite Broadway musicals and share them with you. Tag me at Allison E. Conway on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this week's musical-inspired lesson. Let's revisit Wicked. In a previous episode, we talked about the lessons that we can learn from the song The Wizard and I, which is in the beginning of the musical and is the beginning of Elphaba's story arc throughout the show. I want to come back to another song in the show called Defying Gravity. This song is towards the middle of Elphaba's story arc, and she's starting to really come into herself. She's starting to recognize what her worth is. She's starting to understand that her talents and everything that makes her weird and quirky is exactly her superpower. Now, this song is the song that's right before intermission. And I've seen this show live a couple times. And what people often do when they're seeing a Broadway show is get up to go to the bathroom right before the song ends for intermission so that they can skip the line. But this song, Defying Gravity, is what made Wicked a national, global sensation. And I'm always heartbroken to see people get up and not hear Defying Gravity because they're trying to beat the line to the bathroom at intermission. 
The reason this song is so powerful is, of course, the way that it's staged, but really the lesson that comes with it and the overwhelming emotions that the audience feels while they're listening to Elphaba sing these words. It starts like this. Something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Too late for second guessing. Too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust my instincts. Close my eyes and leap. Whew, chills. This is the part of Alphaba's story arc where she basically says, screw all you people that are telling me that I'm not enough. Screw everything and everyone who's told me that I have to stay grounded, that I have to stay tethered to someone else's idea. It's time to try defying gravity. Kiss me goodbye, I'm defying gravity, and you won't bring me down. She goes on to sing, I'm through accepting limits because someone says they're so. Some things I cannot change, but till I try, I'll never know. She is done. (laughs) She is over it. She doesn't want and isn't willing to be grounded by somebody else, by anything and anyone. She has spent her entire life being told that she is weird. She has been told that she's not enough, that she needs to hide herself because she was born green and she was born with some special powers that make other people around her uncomfortable. Are you connecting to these parallels here? If you're a listener of this podcast, it's probably because you've always felt a little bit different. You've always sort of kind of felt like you've had a vision for the world that just isn't the same as everybody else's. And you've probably tried to mask part of yourself. You've probably tried to hide the things that make you quirky. But that's your damn superpower. That is the thing that's going to give you the power to defy gravity. She goes on to sing, my future is unlimited. And I've just had a vision almost like a prophecy. And it's true, the vision is hazy, but I swear someday I'll be flying so high. I'm defying gravity kiss me goodbye. And this is where she comes out and she really belts. And this, oh, this is when I really wish I could sing. She belts. If you care to find me, look toward the Western sky. As someone told me lately, everyone deserves a chance to fly. I'm defying gravity and you won't bring me down. The lesson here is pretty obvious, isn't it? What everybody else thinks what everybody else is doing, what everybody else has made you feel like you're doing the opposite thing makes you not enough or it makes you, it's, it's this thing that you have to hide and keep away from everybody. No, that's the thing that you yell louder. That's the thing that you 
scream at the top of mountaintops. That is the thing that is your superpower. That's the thing that makes you green. That's the thing that gives you those powers that Elphaba had. And even though everybody looked at her like she was crazy and they were scared of her and they, they just didn't understand her, that's the thing that you have to embrace. That is going to let you defy gravity. Two more things. I want to yeah. come back to, uh, f- I want to talk about your recent solo travel experience. Oh, yeah. But I also want to come back to something that you said earlier, which is your moments of hustling mm. were when you felt, when you were actually the most inspired, when you were, oh, yeah. when you felt the most purpose and drive in your business. Mm-hmm. And that made me think this podcast, I was really inspired to start this podcast because I, it, this is, this is basically the big bear hug that me of five years ago needs. Wow. In what I, way? So I, uh, was living in New York city. I was as broke as broke gets. And when I say broke, I mean, uh, in New York, there are places that sell pizza, a slice of pizza for a dollar. So I would literally walk outside of my apartment with a single dollar bill, get a slice of pizza. That would be my meal for the day. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would go to, um, the lobby of either the Marlton Hotel or the Ace Hotel because they would let freelancers use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> wow. So I would go to the lobby. I was actually writing a book at the time, but I was also freelance writing, like trying to learn digital marketing. I was teaching myself to code. I was doing all of these things. And I, I look back at that, you know, like 22, 23 year old me, I'm, I'm turning 30 in a couple of weeks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, but I look back at her and it was, you know, I was taking cold showers at four o'clock in the morning to like rewire my brain from doing, you know, teaching myself to code or like writing my book to the, the writing that was actually getting me paid and, you know, sending applications to different things. I was like trying to work in fashion and doing all of these things. So I would, this is this podcast. I was so inspired to start this because thinking about Allison from five, six, seven years ago, this is what she needed. She just needed help. She needed somebody to give her the actual how to's like, Mm -hmm. here's how you actually start a business with all of the other pieces that are so important. Yep. Um, so, so I guess my, my question is, what does that person need to hear? Mm. What is that person who hasn't yet connected to their authenticity, doesn't really know what any of that means, probably hears a lot of the, you know, the, all you have to do is believe in yourself kind of advice. Yeah. And is like, well, wait a second, what do I actually do? How do I actually, how do I actually believe in myself long enough Yeah, to get to a place where believing in yourself as an actual business strategy makes Mm -hmm. sense? Oh, 100%. So, okay. Imagine that your vision for your life is like the headlights on a car. Mm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. It can only see as far as the lo- the road is lit. So you mm. have to take a step in order to see more. You have to take a step in order. Sometimes a step may be a new podcast you're listening to or a new coach that you're saying yes to or something. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go get in the room. 
go get in the room and have an intention of what you're here to get. Because what's so cool about our brains is if we tell it what we're looking for, RAS, it shows Mm -hmm. us what we need in order to be supported. And so for that person who's going like, okay, okay, I love myself and self-care and belief and, mm-hmm. and, and like whatever. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I had that whole season where I was like, okay, that's not enough. Not cool. There's real strategy <laughs> yeah. I need to learn. So go take some risks, get around really Ooh, inspired yep. people who are maybe not like you. That was actually one of the most powerful things I did. I had only network marketing in my ears for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they loved it that way. They were like, right. don't listen to anyone else. Because how right. can they ever tell you how to run a business when they've never had our business? Biggest mistake of my life. Mm. As soon as I started diversifying where what I was listening to, how I was spending my time, I mean, I started picking up like all, to- all sorts of information from people who were just inspired in their own lane. And it, again, gave me new sight. And I was able to say, okay, wow, I'm feeling like I want to take a step towards this. And once I was in those rooms, I was able to ask myself, okay, I heard Allison talk about this thing. I think I would love to do a little bit more of that. Okay, well, now what would I need to do to learn that? Let me check out our programs. Let me take mm-hmm. another step. But it's all about the steps we're taking. We we sometimes pray for these miracles to arrive, but they require us to move. Yeah. And so, yeah, we do need the knowledge and the strategy, but it always is going to require a a muscle of, of taking another step so that you can see more. Mm, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Allison of five years ago. Thanks you. Yes. <laughs> I'm, so glad. I'm sure, but I'm sure you did that. I'm yeah. sure you did that. Like at some point you were like, okay, this room, this way, this life is not mm-hmm. going to work for me. I've got to get into a new environment. And what's really cool is we, um, we have to, our identity is who we are repeatedly being. So we have to create new identity by creating new evidence. So at one point you were going, I'm actually a poor, struggling entrepreneur. Yeah. Because that's who I be every single day, right? Right. That's right. who I am. And then all of a sudden you took a step and you're like, oh, that's so crazy. I had inspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let me try that again tomorrow. Oh, okay. Made money. Okay. You started creating new evidence that you started believing I'm on my way out. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way up. I'm learning a new skill. It's working for me, but it's we've got to take some steps to create that new evidence to our brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, that I was doing, well, actually two things, but one was actually writing a book, doing yeah. something that was like a thousand leagues or perceived how yeah. I perceived it a thousand yeah. leagues out of what I was actually capable of. Yeah. And it was like, Oh shit, look at this. Like you did the damn thing. (laughs) I love it. So you are actually capable. And I think people starting out um get stuck in that, you know, I'm just a beginner. So I'm Mm. only capable of this amount in this little in this area of where I live right now. Whereas actually if you just take one step out of that Mm -hmm. and challenge yourself to do the thing that is like you know, I was 22. Why would anybody want to read a book written by a 22 year old? Like, you know, who cares about, right. But taking that one step out, actually you can do it. And now you have this physical product that Mm -hmm. you can show off and, you know, prove to yourself and people around you that, that you are capable. Absolutely. The second thing that I did was travel. Ooh, that's massive exposure. So Mm -hmm. what did that do for you? 
So that was, um, first of all, being in New York. Um, have you ever lived in New York or, or anywhere I'm, up north? I'll say just for trips. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of narcissism around mm-hmm. this, oh, I live in New York City thing. Yeah. Like you're never going to leave New York. And I was one of those people that was like, I'm going to stay forever. Yeah. And then I uh, went backpacking in Southeast Asia for about mm-hmm. four months. And it was actually, um, I went with my a brand new boyfriend who is now my partner of five years. I laugh about all the time that our second date was a flight to Bangkok. (laughs) Um, But that was the, uh, and I had traveled before I did a semester abroad in, in college, but uh, that was really the beginning for me of, um, first of all, my money can stretch so much further than in New York city. Mm -hmm. And second of all, just little old me, my world is just spinning around my own existence and everything that I perceive, like my worldview is built around, you know, this hard work that I'm trying to do, trying to become an entrepreneur. Like everything is just spinning around my own head and getting outside of that and seeing this place that is quote unquote foreign and yeah. this, you know, this other, this whole thing that yeah. seems so out of reach for us and just getting outside your own head. It's like, oh my God, I am, I am small. And that recognition was liberating. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it isn't all about me. Yeah. It's, it's not so much pressure. Exactly. All exactly. Of a sudden you go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, I have a coach, um, my emotional intelligence coach, she taught me this and it, it has stuck with me ever since. She said, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. Mm, yeah. So if all we ever see is our, our four walls, our small town, our big city, our, this, this job, this career, mm-hmm. we have no idea how expansive it actually really is. And so one of the most powerful things you can do is to expand that. So one of the reasons why I took this trip recently, and I know there's more than me Mm -hmm. and I want to feel that sense that and believe that because all of a sudden it stops feeling like so much pressure in your own. I'm like, Oh God, the, yeah. th- this newsfeed, you know, or this, <laughs> or my Instagram post is so irrelevant to the amazing potential that's here in this world. Yeah. So tell me about your experience. I know you recently did a solo trip to Sedona, right? Yeah. yeah it was incredible. So what I've realized is, uh, three, this is now three or four times in my life that anxiety and depression symptoms have come on me. Mm. And at first, and I've been in my purpose all year, I'm, I'm literally leading the container I wanted to create. And all of a sudden yep. I started feeling really exhausted, mental fog, so resistant. And my first thought was massive shame. I was going, crap, I'm so broken. What's wrong with me? Mm, yep. And then I was like, oh wait, no, this is, this is what God does to me to say, you've got to get away and pay attention. Mm-hmm. So Um, I was literally on a call with, with my mastermind and I shared that and they were like, you should get away. I was like, Oh no, I couldn't do that. You know, I've got kids, I've got a job. I've got, you know, I've got all these responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Maybe in a couple months I could just get away, but I knew I needed to get away. I was craving to get away. Yep. Walk out of the room. My husband was like, Hey, how you feeling today? And then he said, Hey, do I just need to take the kids for a couple days? And I was like, (gasps) wow. 
okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, actually you can. My friend texted me um, a contact uh, for this company. It's called Sedona Soul Adventures. If your listeners need it, DM mm, me. His name yeah. is Rick. I will connect you. <laughs> okay. But within a couple hours, I I had an entire customized uh, soul adventure experience. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, Allison, I have traveled many times by myself, but always ended up with people. Mm. I didn't know what to do with my hands. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to be by myself. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm here alone in my hotel room. And even yeah. as a woman, I had this fear around traveling, my safety. Yep. And oh yeah, what I chose to feel about that, number one, Sedona's super safe town. Just mm-hmm. if anybody is like, oh God, what'd she do? Um, but second, this kind of supernaturally fell into place. And I was like, listen, if I was designed to come here and supported, I I will be supported and protected. That was like my own female, you know, protection yep. feeling. But it was incredible. Five days um, going through these practitioners and experiences that I'd never done. I, I went hiking. I don't go hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was out in the desert, never been to the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, got to have some really cool experiences, meet really incredible people that are not like me. They're not in my daily life. They challenged my thinking and I was left alone with my own thoughts. It's so amazing what we can find inside of us when we ask new questions, when we have new stimulus, when Mm we see a different view. And so this experience was for myself. I mean, and a lot of female entrepreneurs, I know probably have the same uh, doubts that I had in my head. Like maybe when this launch is over, I'm in the middle of literally delivering a program. I had all the excuses. Like I've got kids, I've got a husband, I've got responsibilities. I have this program. And I just thought I'm the, I'm the creator of my own life. Like what in the world am I doing? Mm -hmm. I'm telling everyone to without fail, listen to themselves and I'm not doing it. And it ended up being one of the biggest awakenings I've ever had in my life. And so I would encourage your, you know, the amazing women who are listening to this podcast, even men, I'm not sure your ideal clients. (laughs) We can trust ourselves. If we feel that we need something, we need to give it to ourselves because there's something that is supposed to come through on the other t- other side of listening to our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's so powerful. Our bodies actually communicate so much to us. We've just gotten really disconnected mm-hmm. from them. And I just, I'm learning to listen a little clearer. I even say to people too, in the, in the, the moments that you're not trusting yourself or mm. even more so the times to travel. Absolutely. And it's even when I've done international travel by myself, where it's like, I don't speak the language. I'm terrible with navigation. I'm directionally inept. (laughs) But it's in those moments where I can like actually harness real navigation skills. I can actually challenge myself and learn to trust myself in this totally new environment. I had a couple new clients who joined our mastery program recently. It's really cool. You can join it anytime Mm. the way it's built three actually in the last little bit. And they all were like, I don't know what I'm building yet. And I said, what an incredible time to put Mm. yourself in the environment of other people so that you're not clinging tightly to something. You are not deciding this is your future, 
I did that. I white knuckled my vision of supporting women and being a coach and a leader and impacting lives. Mm -hmm. I white knuckled my network marketing career. Oh yeah. It wasn't until I released it that I went, wow, there's 1200 ways I could do this. And all of a sudden I was able to look around. So it's so incredible when you travel or when you get in mastermind communities or you get in Mm -hmm. programs, man, I, I challenge you to make the most of those relationships network within those, those connections, because people are freaking fascinating. Yeah. And you have no idea if that person's going to spark a new thought in you that you're like, Oh, I, I never thought of that before. Mm-hmm. All of that curiosity, we were taught as kids to be so curious. Yeah. And then at some point we got corrected. Yep. Curiosity was so powerful. That's, that's the stimulus of learning. And if you Mm -hmm. want to expand your life, you've really got to keep expanding your mind and your experiences. Kelly, I feel like I've gotten a free coaching call today. (laughs) (laughs) This has been, this has been so amazing. So one more time, where can people find your quiz, your program, how all those things? Absolutely. So I'll send you the quiz so you can include it in um, the show notes, but they can also go to Kelly Brock co.com. And the quiz is there. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I'm on there five days a week. Won't talk to you on the weekends, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, at, I'm just Kelly Brock on Instagram and my quiz is there. Also my website, the mastery program. And I would love to connect with your listeners. And honestly, it makes me feel so important. And like I mattered when people screenshot and they share what takeaways and ahas they've gotten from mm-hmm. episodes and conversations like this. I always share that I just hope to be a deposit in someone's life, mm-hmm. meaning I didn't have to be your everything, but I love to know that I contributed and I mattered. Yeah. So if something resonated with you, or if you want to talk more fully through anything, like reach out. My favorite thing to do is to talk to people. So I'd love to connect. Yeah. And I would just love for everyone listening, tag Kelly Brock and mm-hmm. Allison E. Conway on Instagram and let me know uh, your biggest mic drop moment. I have a lot. I have to like go back and re-listen to this because I have a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for such cool questions. Yeah. Um, thank you. This was an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for being here. You are absolutely amazing. <laughs>